Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The Ball Corporation's plant in Golden is looking for production technicians. You can read the full description and apply at jobs.ball.com when you search Golden. This position is on the front line of the aluminum beverage can production process at Ball's plants. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour wage with potential for increase at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. It offers exposure to a lot of other manufacturing opportunities in the plant. The production technician role touches on the other stages of production, making aluminum cans and ends. This role is responsible for machine adjustments on high-speed production equipment and is an integral part of the production team, both in quality and meeting operational goals for volume. At Ball, all positions have importance and impact. The role has skills growth built into it, and many production technicians become maintainers, which is the next step in the production technician line. Employees who have started out as production technicians have even gone on to other roles in operations and management. Yeah, it definitely has the level of technical skill that people are looking for, since the old days most have an outdated perception of back-breaking labor. Much of this has been automated today. So, text GOLDEN to 77222 and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN to find that opportunity. Again, jobs.ball.com and search GOLDEN. And goodbye. Chat. That's my contribution for the show today. Chat. Will this team ever lose a hockey game again? Are they ever going to lose again? No, I'm not chat, but no. (laughs) You can be chat if you want to. Tonight, anything is possible, Blaze. Wow. Wow. (laughs) My goodness. What a snoozer of a game (laughs) followed by fucking fireworks. Ten minutes of the best hockey you'll ever see. (laughs) Fifty minutes is... I mean, you wanted to, like, for a little bit there, you're just pulling hair, like, I just get this over so we can go to bed. Oh, God. <laughs> I was so done with this hockey game before oh, the comeback started. I was so done with it. I won't lie to you, Chad. Wow. Jack. I had no hope at all. If you didn't stay up for this one, you missed out <laughs> on a banger of an ending. <laughs> uh, from straight out of left field, too. <laughs> Slacking, slacking out here. <laughs> Avs win four to three in overtime over the Boston Bruins in a game that they really probably had no business being in, but at the same time, absolutely deserved to win. Nothing makes sense. Down is up, left is right, and the Avs are the greatest team ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, this game did. This game started with a goal from Curtis McDermott. That's where we're at, chat. What is going on? Oh, my God. No, they had no business winning in this game, and they did win this game. <laughs> I'm correcting your comment there. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, so we got to slow down. We gotta, we're skipping things. What this game actually started with was it started at 830. Because TNT had to play all of Detroit, Chicago. And they cut to the game a minute late. Minute and a half late. 
for us to immediately watch Nathan McKinnon get his nose smashed into pieces. Yeah, if you haven't seen, like on Instagram, somebody posted, that nose is broken. Very, very angled. Yes. It's in the wrong direction. It's getting set. I mean, hopefully he doesn't have a concussion. Hopefully it's just a broken nose, which sucks because... Uh, breathing out of your nose for the next few days, not going to happen. Not fun. Uh, but a broken nose is better than a concussion. By a long shot. Yep. By a very, very long shot. Obviously, the impact of losing McKinnon for a significant amount of time would be very detrimental to the Avs. I mean, look at it just in this game, right? Like, <laughs> No kidding. Like, obviously, the Avs were out of sorts there for quite a while, and it felt like that they were just going for retribution um, and not really playing the game as much as they should be, uh, especially with a team that's a good team, right? Like particularly good on the power play, which we'll get to. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, undisciplined game, but come away at the W again. Like the shit that we've been talking about all year is yep. like they have figured out how to win games that they have no business being in <laughs> whatsoever. Like tonight <laughs> is the epitome of not being in a game that you should win and they somehow figure it out and win it. Yeah. It's uh, the number of chances that fell to the wayside. It, I just, and then they just still, it's fine. Yeah. We'll just score anyway. Yeah. Later we'll get more. It'll be good. I don't understand how they do it, but they keep doing it. It's 17 straight at home now. And their current winning is the, was the seven or eight on their current streak i don't i don't remember when the nashville overtime loss was, was i'm it, sorry I think it's eight it's the middle of the night yeah. so you'll have to excuse any fuzzy math it's just as good as nhl refs so it's fine <laughs> well uh, they got it right tonight yeah, yeah we'll talk about that too uh but this first period Av started awfully slow the shots were eight to one at one point i think and then curtis mcdermott scores a goal yeah, like which everybody had on their score sheet that, yep. you know, McDermott was going to score the first goal. Like, that's just a given. Natural. Yeah, it, yeah like, no one was saying Sure, everyone else. cashed on that bet on DraftKings. Everybody. I mean, easy money, right? Like, you're betting that bet every day. No. I mean, again, a banana pants of a first period as well. Like, um, it just, it really starts with McKinnon getting hurt. And you can tell that the team is just like, Okay, WTF, what do we yeah, do now? Yeah, now what? Yeah. And again, like, I, from that standpoint of, like, you want to see best-on-best best action, like, you want to see McKinnon in this game. I think that changes kind of what you see throughout oh, the game. The whole game feels entirely different with yeah. McKinnon in it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that first line needs those three players together. It's just, I mean, they're all highly skilled players, but there's just something that's special when they're all three on the ice together. Yep. And you can't you can't just insert somebody else and keep going with that with that line. It just doesn't work. Uh, yeah, it no one's Nathan McKinnon. I mean, let's yeah. just be honest. Ka- for the year that Kadri's having, I think he ended up with two points tonight too, which great on him, yep. but he's not Nathan McKinnon. He's no, they're not. just two different styles of players. Like yep. you, you, that that's what I mean is like there is this like makeup of what makes a line and the Avs have it in spades yeah. on that first line. Yep. It, it's the perfect combo. It really is. Um, you know, some, some will call that Boston line that they're not even running anymore. The perfection line, but three headed monsters got to beat. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't have the three headed monster for most of tonight. Fortunately, it ended up not mattering. <laughs> uh, abs did get themselves into some penalty trouble at times tonight. Uh, they got away with it in the first period, which I think, Honestly, this, the description of the entire first period to me is they got away with it. Yeah. They end up getting the goal. I don't look, he's not our king of the game, but he probably should be Curtis McDermott finally getting <laughs> one on the board. And you know what? Credit to Curtis McDermott tonight, not just scoring a goal, but he played a decent amount of hockey tonight. He did play a decent amount and it wasn't something where you're like, oh my God, he's out there causing issues <laughs> right. for the avalanche. I mean, you know, it, you're not looking for anything special, but like if you look at Cur- like Curtis's games that he's played in the NHL, this is probably one that's on the higher end of great games that he's played. Yeah. I, I As far as in an abs jersey, I think it's his best oh, one. By, yeah, it's by the best game margin. by far, but I'm saying throughout his whole career. Sure. Yeah. He... 
it I haven't looked at the advanced metrics, so I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I'm guessing they don't look great just because, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're literally just running Kale McCarter out there every time they can once yeah. the abs go behind. So he probably didn't play much when they were getting the score effects for, for shooting and stuff like that. Oh, can we talk about who didn't play very much at all? We'll get there. We'll something. get there. Right, we'll get right, there. We're still right. in the first period. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, look, abs in the first period you live with because the result is good. Yep. You're up one nothing at the end of the first, and you go, that wasn't good, but it worked. Yeah, no one's happy with that, like, obviously getting outshot. Um, I mean, outplayed, basically. Yeah. I, I, again, like, I, I take it back to the Avs look like they were trying to basically start something. Well, that's, I guess McDermott had insanely good course even, so credit to even him. Even better. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's a legend. Well, is that real? 17 to 4? He's the best player alive. Wow. Get that man a contract. (laughs) I think he's already got one. Uh, Yeah, Avs first team to reach 30 wins. They're now, again, tied for the most points in the league with games in hand on Florida. So... Oh, is that the other team that's up there? Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, me and Rudo have a side bet on who's going to be in the Stanley Cup. And, and it won't be Florida. And Don't mind the it. Panthers being in it. So It's not going to be Florida. <laughs> but credit to McDermott stepping up and a guy that we have had plenty of negative conversations about on this show. Yep. It's only fair to give him credit when he has a good game. Absolutely. Scores what a big goal for the Avalanche at the time. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before we get into the second period. God, the abs are bad at faceoffs tonight. <laughs> I mean, the abs are bad at faceoff. Like, that's just something that we've known for a long time, right? You go 44 to 56. Yeah, yeah. You, like that. You're like, you're, you're losing in the faceoff percentages, but not as bad it, as it was tonight. On a, like, on a night where even Kadri is getting smoked yeah, in the I, faceoff dot. It, it was bad. Like, I, I don't. I don't have it pulled up right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I don't either. But at, like near the end of the third, they were like thirty-one percent or something horrendously bad. Yeah, here let's let's so. look at it right now. Here we go. Face-offs. Uh, the Avs ended up with a forty-one point seven percent face-off <laughs> win percentage. Didn't really bring it back to respectable, but it got it better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not in the thirties anymore. But <laughs> for most of the game, it was in the thirties, and that's not a good way to win a game. Is if you can't win, can't get possession, it's usually not good for the team. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge believer in face-offs for the most part, but. When it's that bad, <laughs> well, I I am, but it's fully situational, right? Like, sure, uh, in the offensive zone, whatever. Like, you win one, you lose one, whatever. But in the defensive zone, that's where you really want to concentrate. Like, do faceoffs matter? Absolutely, in the defensive zone. Yeah, I. The way I always put it is, faceoffs only matter when they matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to. <laughs> Yeah, in the defensive zone, they matter because uh, goals can come quick in the NHL. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Second period. The Avs end up giving up a goal fairly early in the second off of one that, you know, Kemper's probably just going to want that one back, if we're being honest. He is going to want that one back, but there is a situation that's going on, which is a five on three, right? Is that the first? No, that's 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 the second second one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So. Uh, he just gets beat seven hole. It's a good shot from DeBrusque. Yeah. And Avs, I mean, really the first 50 minutes of this hockey game, they were just extremely squirrely with their puck management. And they're going to burn you eventually when yeah. you're not managing the puck well. It's just what happens in the NHL. We're used to seeing the Avs kind of have some issues with this. You would like to see them clean that up a good bit, I think, tonight. But... At the end of it, you're, what, like halfway through the second period, and it's a 1-1 hockey game. Yep. The shots on goal at that point were relatively close. The Avs had done a good job of getting themselves back and involved in the game. And then the penalty trouble comes. Yep. And first of all, the Avs took the most blatant too-many-men penalty of the season. They were just <laughs> yeah. genuinely just playing with six players. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't blame that one on the officials this time because it wasn't close to the bench. It wasn't any of this awkwardness. We looked at it. (laughs) There's six guys in the defensive zone. 
Um, nowhere near the bench, right? Right. So like, yeah, whatever. What are you gonna do there? Not a great look, and it's something they have to need to stop yeah. because they've had a couple of these now. Not just the ridiculous one in Nashville, but a couple of ones where it's like, you guys got to figure out your line yeah. changes. I, I, Who do you blame that on? Do you blame that on the coaches or do you blame that on the players and personnel, like knowing who's going, what the situation is? I mean, that one's on the player, right? Like you have eyes. You can see there's five dudes <laughs> on the ice when you're jumping on. Uh, at the same time, do you maybe give them a little pass because the lines are nonsense with McKinnon out of the lineup at that point and everyone's just yeah. kind of rolling? Yeah, maybe because you do, you lose that guy. So it is like this fluid thing of like who's going on next right so it's not like a a normal rotation for the players but i mean when this is your job you expect them to kind of figure that out and not put too many men on the ice like that yeah i mean it's just got to be cleaner i i I think that's the safe way to put it it's got to be cleaner especially in a game like tonight's game yeah yeah where again we talk about it pregame you know boston is deadly on the power play you give them enough opportunities they're going to do so. Yep. We have to talk about both conversations as we get into EJ here. Let's start with Taylor Hall. Was the hit clean, Blaze? I don't have a problem with it. I mean, the stick obviously is the thing that causes the damage to McKinnon's face. Um, I I can see where people say he's targeting maybe some of the chin, some of the head area. And you. I just look at Taylor Hall and I don't look at him as that type of player that's going out trying to do like to create a dirty play on a, another player. It's just, it's a bang bang play. Yeah. It's so this is really hard for me to judge because I look back at the play, I frame by frame it, I look through all of it and I think if the stick doesn't come up and smack McKinnon in the head, Taylor Hall probably catches him. But that's not the play that happened. Yeah. You can only punish the play that happened. Yeah. And the play that happened is McKinnon's stick railed into his own face, and it's super unfortunate. But yeah. I don't know how you can punish Taylor Hall for that, yeah. unfortunately. As much as I would like to, as much as I believe that his shoulder probably goes right through Mac's face if the play plays out normally. But now you're you're punishing things in a fantasy alternate world at that point. <laughs> right, so, right. and I did see some people like on Twitter talking about, and I I know we've used this before and people joke about it, but like this kind of feels like Kadri's hit last year in the playoffs, um, where he got suspended multiple games for it. <sighs> but I I don't know if it's the same type of, of play here. It's 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 not. It's yes. He's coming from the blind side of McKinnon, yep. like Kadri came from the blind side, but that's pretty much where the similarities end yeah. on those two plays. It's it, Kadri came all the way across <laughs> the ice yeah. to come and make that hit, and it wasn't even close to body contact. Kadri clipped him in the head cleanly. Yeah. Uh, so, could you consider McKinnon a defensive player at that point where the contact hit because it was on his blind side? I mean, maybe. I, I think you could maybe take a look at something like Hall needs to make a better decision there. Yeah. But I just I I don't know how you suspend him for that hit. I as as much as I would like to, as much as I think if McKinnon didn't have a stick, he he would get suspended for a headshot. Yeah. That's not what happened. It's still yeah, not. It's yeah, just yeah, not yeah. what happened yeah. on the play. As much as of what could have happened, and. Beyond that, it's the Department of Player Safety. So spin the wheel and whatever the hell it lands on, it lands on. (laughs) Uh, Before we get extremely mad at Eric Johnson, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. So go get yourself an avalanche and have a drink because this is going to be a conversation that no one's going to be happy about. Uh, And you can find it at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online or come down to the bar and get eight different kinds on tap here at the bar. Have a good drink. Party with the good people who were in Studio B. We hadn't heard anything all night. And the bar was loud in here when they won the game. Oh, I mean, we're so we're a level up. Yeah. There's three walls in between us and we could still hear the bar popping off. (laughs) Yeah, they were they were going hard. Uh, So do that. Also, go get yourself some sexy pizza. What what type of pizza is even popular up north, Blaze? Is, is New York style popular up there? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, International Falls has On the Border. Shout out to On the Border. I'm sure everyone knows what that is, but... Uh, <laughs> The five that, people that, that a, do are celebrating yes, that, right the, now. That buddy. is a New York style pizza that's uh, up in, in International Falls, Minnesota. <laughs> if you're up there for vacation, check them out. <laughs> Forget that. Come here and have sexy pizza instead. All right. You don't want any of that. You want sexy pizza. The New York style pizza here in Colorado. They have a number of locations. Go check them out. All of our East Coast folks say it's like a slice from oh, home. Oh, it's legit. I've had yeah. it at the Broncos tailgate. It's good pizza. Well, we AJ and I had Broncos tailgate pizza leftovers. Leftovers. Two yeah, days it's... later, that was not even refrigerated, just sitting out. And we're like, this is delicious. Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be eating this, but it tastes so good. Uh, so sexy pizza. It's the way to go. All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. EJ takes the dumbest penalty of the season. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like he's a veteran player. He understands the circumstances of what's going on at this point. It's one, one Yep. against a good team. It's not a team where you're like, Oh, you know, we can do something stupid and right. we can, we can come back and get into this game. This is just out of control upset of what happened in the first period um taking cross checks to the back not one not two not even three not even three the fourth one's a little is, is pretty it's more of a push the yeah. fourth one. <laughs> but definitely one and three are definitely like if a ref's looking what? at that which the puck is down there they're gonna call it every time if you watch the watch along, you you heard me watch this live and just go, that's a cross check. That's a cross check. That's a cross check. Like is the most obvious cross checks you could possibly call. Yeah. And yes, it's on Taylor Hall. I get it. You're mad about McKinnon and you want to send a message, but Landy already did that yep. earlier in the game and he did it without taking a penalty. Yep. Not to mention they're on a penalty kill at that moment. And you take away a defenseman. Yep. In, in EJ, who's basically your number one minute guy on the PK. Yep. Maybe the Taze is overpassing lately, but it's just. You can't do that. And, and, and he, I don't understand how he turns to the ref and is upset with the ref afterward. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you obviously cross checked him. There's no argument against <laughs> it. I'm just, you know, it's a dumb play. Yeah. And. The Avs pay a massive price for it as the the Bruins end up scoring on the five-on-three. Kemper made one or two great saves, but it's a five-on-three. What do you yeah. think's going to happen? And then they score a little bit later. Marshan, look, I had no problem with Kemper on goals twos and three in this game. No, nope. Marshan puts an all-world shot on him, beats him in the corner. Great shot. That was goal three, right? Marshawn's goal, yeah. top corner. <clears throat> goalies aren't stopping that thing. Yeah, that was goal three. Goal two, I forget who scored it, but uh, that one was a little bit of the leaker. That's the one I thought was the first goal. Yeah, that's oh, that one. Coil finished it. Yeah, that's right. but yeah. It, and it was a five on three, so it's like, you know, you expect yeah. them to score on that, but like that, the way that they scored is. You feel like Kemper should have stopped that one. Yeah, you feel, you want him to to not let the rebound out, right? And yeah. and then the rebound comes out, and you look, and Jack Johnson is by himself in <laughs> no man's land. And you're like, oh, okay, so this is a goal. Yeah, and it is. Yeah. Abs defense. Yep. Yeah, and and look, you you saw who Jared Bednar blamed for the Abs going down three one, and and certainly we agreed with him. I think everyone in chat will probably agree with it too. Is EJ just gets to sit at the end of the bench for the rest of the night, basically. Yeah, he's lucky he was on the bench, really. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Bednar must have been going out of his mind at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. For, again, like you said, for a veteran guy to make a play like that, and if the Evs lose that game, it's on EJ's head. Oh, yeah. Full stop. Yep. As a coach, that's... <laughs> check Bednar's roots. Well, I think he's got a little more gray <laughs> after that play. <laughs> And, like, EJ understands the circumstances. And, like, yeah, frustration's part of the game. Like, everybody has it. Like, but you've got to pick the times that you're going to get even with a guy that you feel, like, needs some, you know, street justice, basically, at that point. Um, there's just better times that you could have done it. Not – you're already on the PK. Why Why are you doing anything to him right now except for getting the puck and getting it out of the zone? Yep. 
it's it's really dumb and I like I actually like that Bednar he didn't he didn't touch the ice in the third period. Yep. And that's that's a little ballsy too, I think, from Bednar's standpoint, because EJ's basically on your yeah, second well, defensive pair. I, well, you know, I, I can see it's like, look, Bednar makes the decision that they're just not gonna win this game, wants to send a message with EJ and bench him. But you get this game to three two with eight minutes left in the third period and you stick with your guns to keep him on the bench and your team comes back without him. (laughs) Harder to send a much stronger message than that. Like, I mean, EJ got the message and he, I mean, like you win, but you feel bad because you're not part of that. Yeah. You were not part of that. You were actually against it. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow for, for all of the hate that EJ's gotten this year, I really don't think he's been that terrible of a no. player, but that's a decision that you just cannot live with on him taking that penalty. He, yeah, he, and and he obviously knows that that was an idiot move and he can't do it again. Oh, I'm sure. But, I mean, yeah. you know, Jesse's there. We'll probably get some audio if, yeah. he, if he talks tonight, which, I mean, as a player, you understand, like, I really yeah. screwed the pooch there. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> No doubt about that side of it. Uh, so the Avs... Look, at that point in the hockey game, I was like, all right, this game's over. It's yep. fine. Yep. It's yep. fine. Just move on. Can stop talking about the home winning streak. <laughs> Can stop talking about the Avs being unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. We're Absolutely. good. We're, we're, we're done here. Boston has done what they needed to do. First section of the third, I, I felt like didn't really change my opinion. The Avs had some decent chances, but you started getting into that part of the game where it's like, oh, yeah. they hit a post. Oh, Olmark makes a good save. And it didn't feel like the Avs night as how I would put it. Absolutely. I mean, I will say in the third period, at least you felt like there was some progression going on from the second into the third period where like, you're like, okay, there's some positives going on here. They're definitely not going to come back in this game, but at least like they're, they're pushing a little bit here. So like you feel it like, but at the beginning of the third, did you believe that there was any chance that they would even like, tie this game i didn't believe i didn't believe they were going to tie this game with two minutes left in the game (laughs) i mean i really thought like you know it's like one of those things where like a team's pushing 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 you're like okay this is cool like you know you're feeling the vibe of the avalanche they're doing stuff and then what usually happens is boston goes down gets a cheap goal and then the game's over yep and they take advantage of them pushing and giving up some stuff on the other end and that's it yeah but it didn't come I, I do have a question for you because chat's talking about it. You're kind of talking about it. the Avs definitely turned it up a notch in the third. Yeah. Some of that is going to be score effects. Some of that is going to be Boston sitting back a little bit. Is there not that little voice in the back of your head? That's like, why couldn't they do this a period ago? Why couldn't they start playing like this? A mid, like 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes earlier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and look, I don't know how much of it is the moment and, this, that, and the other thing, but watching the abs every night, you know what they're capable of. And it it, it drives, it's maybe the most insanity making thing in all of sports is is that. So I tell you what, if you can figure that out, you will be a billionaire. Like if you're like, (laughs) there you go. Look, if, uh, if I solve this issue for you, um, you will give me just all the money in the world because like good teams, you know, they just, they just, it seems like they always run into a wall at some point during the year. For sure. And that felt like this game tonight. It did. It, it certainly. At least in the second. The, second, yeah, yeah, the yeah. second period and the first chunk of the third did until they started turning it up again. Yeah. It, yeah. And, you know, nobody would blame him. Blame the abs if it's like, oh, your wall is you're 13 0 and one in your last 14. And that's when you hit your wall. I think darn, I think all of us were just like, well, if they lose, they lose. Right. Like if, if he dies, he dies Like (laughs) for the avalanche. It's like, okay, well, you know, like that was a great run. Like you got to lose at some point. This is a good team, you know, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) There's still a game on Friday. Like it's fine. There's more games to go. This isn't the playoffs. This isn't ride or die. Like, you can lose this game. It's fine. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah. I I actually really like that comment from Sharon. Sam Gerard 
gets the abs on the board. They still haven't changed it to Miko, which maybe it sure looked like it tipped in off of Miko, but it also hit like four other things on the way in. Yeah. So after not getting any of the puck luck, they kind of get it all in one goal <laughs> from G that bounces three times. And that, as the comment said, that really was the switch. They got that goal. They realized they were back in this game and they were humming from well, that. Let's ask point. Chet. I mean, because we both thought that Miko got that yeah, goal. That it was I definitely tipped. It looks like it was it. tipped. Does, I don't know. Does anyone disagree with that? Is it Gerard straight in and then Miko's stick was just kind of there? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, the, the bounce it took, I just don't understand how it did if it didn't hit Miko's yeah. stick. But yeah. uh, they, get the, they get the puck luck. They get back in the game. And I think... You kind of saw what the abs were tonight. Were they playing their A game when they turned it up? No. The puck managing was still messy. The it was, passing was awful. Yeah. It, it was not it was messy. Their high-end ability was not shining through super yeah. well tonight. And when you can play your C, B-level game and still pull out games like this against a team like Boston, yeah. I mean, you're really freaking good. You're, yeah. you're a really freaking good hockey team at that point. So obviously the ending is what it is. Lannis Gog ends up banging home the, the game time goal with under a minute left from nuke and Kadri. Did, did Lannis Cog have the most complete game as far as being like a pest <laughs> to the other goes team? after hall <laughs> is around for everything. None of the shit against is really on him. Cause it's all on these penalty kills. Yeah. And then he gets the game time goal super late in the game. And immediately after like, 20 seconds before he's barking at the ref for not calling an icing. <laughs> and I'm over here thinking the game's over and Blazers like, you know what happens next, right? <laughs> so, so where did that come from blaze? How did you call that? Uh, a little bit was uh, we're on a 30 second delay so I could hear the bar, Yeah, well, <laughs> but it helps a little, but you could see that the abs just like, again, it's that it's that crazy thing. They have a switch. Yep. And, Man, you wish that switch would go on a little bit earlier <laughs> during the game. Oh, because like my uh, my heart is still kind of pounding a little fast. Uh, but I mean, they they know how to turn it on and at least get chances, right? Like, yep. obviously, it's been successful, and you don't want to see this all the time. But it's it's good to see that the Abs do have this game in them where they can come from behind. Uh, when they're down in the crunch of time, they can also put something together to make the game interesting and to get back into it and come away with not just one point, but yeah, two. We'll, we'll have that conversation too. Sure. Would have died happy with a point tonight. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, I mean, after the second, right? Like if yeah. I said, oh, they're going to get away with one point, you'd be like, you're yep. crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. And they got the point, obviously. And then uh, over time, Boston never even felt dangerous. No. That, granted, you know, them taking a penalty helps that. But yep. for the short stretch of three on three, Boston had one possession and the Avs handled it very well or yep. managed to poke it off before they even get a shot attempt. And then they go down, get the penalty. And of course, the guy who has been quiet for. It felt like a little bit too long. It felt like it was going on <laughs> for a little bit too long. So we're bringing back All Hail Kale as our king of the game. Scores another overtime game-winning goal. He's already got two in this calendar year, starting yep. in January 1st. To today, he's got two. This one wasn't... He didn't put anybody on a poster on nope. this one, but it was clean. It was effective. It's the game winner. He also had an assist on Gerard's goal to get the abs back in it. Is that a business as usual goal for Kale McCarthy? It re this whole game was a business as usual game. It, he didn't feel like he was playing that well. Yeah. He didn't feel like he was doing anything special, but he does the most important thing in the game. He wins the <laughs> hockey game. Well, we were talking about it too. We were just like, Kale just hasn't looked like himself lately. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, no, it's fine. He looks like himself. It's fine. I'll yeah. just win. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> I and that's I think the lesson I've learned tonight some of you in chat were believers from the beginning never count this team out ever no. 
never, ever, ever count this iteration of the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, oh I love it so much. You know why? <laughs> Me being an old ass, right? Like, just being an old man, like, the 90s, early 2000s era abs never felt like they were out of a game. Yep. And it's because you had clutch players. And mostly the clutch player was, okay, Joe Sackick's out on the ice. <laughs> His wrist shot's unreal. If he gets in front of the net and gets a clean look, they're going to tie this up and take it to OT. Yep. And that's the feeling you're starting to get. Like, it's not the, you know, tens avalanche where it's like, Cool, they're up by a goal going into the third, so they're going to lose by one. Hold on to your butts. Here (laughs) we go. Or if they're down by two, it's just over. Like This team is never out, and that's what makes watching Avalanche hockey super fun. I'm so glad it's back like this. Yep. Yeah, it's it's way better this way than falling asleep during the second period and then just sadness in the third period. Oh, I mean, 15-16 abs, I hate watch that whole season. Like (laughs) My friends are like... Why are you still watching this? And I was like, because it's my team, so I'm just going to hate watch it. Uh, my wife was probably sick of listening to sarcastic comments on, you know, while I was watching on the couch. But that's that's part of the pain that you get to watch stuff like this, where you're just like super excited for these type of games. For sure, for sure. <laughs> the X Files DNVR shirt. <laughs> Definitely not getting sued for that one. Uh, all right. We do have more to talk about, but we are brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. Jesus, you probably needed some coffee to get through this hockey game. Not that it wasn't exciting, but it is two minutes from midnight, and we're still on this podcast. Yep. So appreciate all, like, 650 of you staying up to listen to this. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, It's very late. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is better for our Euro viewers. It's like they've woken up in the morning and they're watching us now. I mean, how can you go to bed after that game? Right? Oh, like, I know. like if they lost, like I'm, I'm guessing it's like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll listen to this later. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, but you're still like that adrenaline's pumping, even though you're not playing, just watching it. It's like amazing to watch. Oof. All right. So go get your Strava craft. CBD infused too. So you got migraines, joint pain, IBS, stuff like that. It'll help you out. You get 25% off with code DNVR25 at checkout online with them. And when you the money you save, go put it into DraftKings. Go bet on everything. Kale on Kale, it, <laughs> betting on Kale McCarr's props are literally free money. It's it's the Blaze bets at every game and it hits every game. It's actually insane. It's great. <laughs> What are you talking about? It's great. <laughs> so go bet on Kale McCarr, or if you're a new account, use code DNVR when you sign up. Bet on any of the football games coming up this weekend. If you pick the winner correct, you can bet 5 bucks to win $280 in free bets. Put that all on McCarr to win the Norris, and then enjoy the hundreds upon hundreds of dollars you <laughs> win for that. It's easy money right now with DraftKings. So head on over there. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's do these shots. I've taken all of my winnings, by the way, and I, I, I was telling, <laughs> yeah. I, this, was, this was on the watch along. I've taken all of my winnings that I have uh, on DraftKings, and then I've put them into Kale McCarr winning the Norris Trophy. So uh, he better win it. Right now, I don't know how you're gonna you be could broke. vote. Yeah, how you could vote. Uh, somebody else said, like, uh, if 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 I don't win it, then my kids aren't playing summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I genuinely don't know how you make a case for anyone else to win it. Adam Fox is a great defenseman. Don't want to take anything away from nope. him. He's not Kale McCarr this year. No, I I think I have nine separate uh, Kale McCarr <laughs> Norris pets. <laughs> You better win. He better win, Blaze. I'm gonna drink this Jaeger. Yeah, let's go. I need to need it. All right. Cheers. This team may never lose again, chat. <laughs> Woo. All right. We got like a billion super chats to get to, so let's do those. Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> we'll get to that one, I'm sure. Thank you for the five, Dylan. Honestly, the thing I'm happiest about might be that they didn't waste the McDermott goal. Also, I guess Kadri <laughs> was due for another three-point game. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Kadri, look, he it didn't feel very fluid on the top line, but at the end of the night, 
they got the job done yeah. and Kadri was an integral part of that. I I don't know what you can really say about Kadri's year at this point. He's he's just continuing to roll on on something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I was dogging the first line saying that it's just not the same, and I I I stand by that. It's just not the same with those three. To, together. It's not <laughs> because like Kadri's going to produce on that line, the second line. Like he is just on a heater this year. Yep. Like, and it's awesome to watch. Um, the thing that we want to happen have happen is. Uh, we want a Cadre shirt, but it's going to be like one of those limited yeah, edition. It's going to have to be super limited. Like, the dude's not staying. He's not going to be here. It, I mean, he's played his way out of the yeah. Avalanche organization after this year. Zero chance that this. But I'm hoping it's going to be on a very high note. Hopefully so. Yep. Hopefully so. Uh, thank you for the three moisters. <clears throat> <clears throat> Lemon character waving goodbye while winking and sending a shooting star. Was that Gabe to the Bruins after he after the game winning goal there? <laughs> Five from Billy. Thank you very much. I know I've been harping on him maybe excessively since the Jess game, but I really like Miko's third period. Hopefully it wakes him up a bit. Agreed. I thought Miko was much, much, much better in the third period after another two periods of complete nonsense from him. Yeah. He felt a little bit more engaged in the third period. Uh, I mean, will he have a complete three <laughs> period game? I don't know. Does he have it in him? Obviously he does. Absolutely. But, uh, but, and, and that's the frustration with Mika right now is he'll play a period and you're yeah. like, you're so good. <laughs> Just be good a little bit more. Just try. It's really, it's hard for guys like that though, too. Like both sides of the puck there. When you're dominant on one side of the puck, it's hard to be like, well, why do I need to do these I, things? I hear you, but he had an amazing back check tonight, too. Like He did. He's He definitely chased somebody down. Uh, 699 from Johnny. I want to look Kale McCarr dead in the eye and firmly shake his hand. <laughs> his hand. Yep. Definitely shake his hand and not anything else. Jim with 10, thank you very much. It's very generous. As an Avs fan in mass that watched the game with Bruins fan family, LFG Kale McCullough <laughs> with the with the Bobby Orr. So it's a good team to it's a good team to make that uh, McCarr Orr connection right there. Very much it's a, so. It's a good point. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Five from real Boston has done its best to derail operation male model, but our beautiful captain and cherubic assassin wouldn't let them get away with it. I, I, no, I, look, I, I think movie. Mac was pretty low on the male model scale for the abs before tonight. <laughs> I don't think tonight's going to help him, but he's still pretty. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does pretty things. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Thank you for the five reel. Rick with five as someone that follows both teams. The game was exactly what I wanted. Not sure why Bruins Twitter blaming March. I don't know why they're blaming March. Yeah, why would the you L like, either? He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. I, that's a weird one. Look, the overtime penalty is what it is, but I don't know. I mean, that that penalty, like, again, like, that penalty happens 15 feet away from the net. Coaches aren't mad about those type of penalties. Like, those yeah, are that, penalties that just happened during that was, the game. That was Riley, right? It wasn't yeah. even... So, I, I don't know how you can blame Marchand for this game. Anyway. Dope. Glad you enjoyed the game. Good that... Yeah, I hope you were rooting. Yeah, I guess you followed both teams, so you won either way. Good job. <laughs> uh, five from Tommy. When Mac goes down, you need one person, your captain, to step up, not only giving Hall shit without taking a penalty, but getting the it was the game tying goal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Landy did. Uh, Landy did exactly what you wanted him to do. The, the in the third period and beyond, everyone on the Avs did exactly what you wanted them yep. to do. It just took them a little while to get the engine going, but they got there. And tonight, that's good enough. Yeah. Well, I agree with Tommy, though. Like, uh, Tommy was a little bit, or not Tommy. <laughs> uh, Landis Cog was a little bit of the thorn in the side. For, for sure. Hall, for sure. Just letting him know that he was not very happy with what went on. And, like, you expect that from your captain. It shows that he's going to stand up for his guys. Obviously, when it's your best player, uh, there's probably a little bit more attention 
given to a, a player that takes your best player out of the game. Uh, but he did it without taking a penalty. Right. Which is the big difference between what he did and what EJ did. Exactly right. It's Landy knew exactly where the line was and where to push it. Yep. Man, Taylor Hall's soft. I mean, and, and the other thing that you can see there is like, we were talking about this after that hit happened. Um, Landis Cog had Hall <laughs> against the bench, basically uh, Boston's bench. And there's nobody on the bench chirping Landis Cog while he's giving Hall the business. Yeah, so for sure. Everyone's going, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's Landy, and you kind of rack McKinnon in the face. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, $2 from William V. Sorry, but epitome does is said epitome and not epitome. Epitome. <laughs> does have four <laughs> syllables. Look, all right. Tonight, you're allowed to invent words. You're allowed to make up new math <laughs> equations. Nothing is real. This is all a dream. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated. Five from Carson. First super chat was watching the game on a totally legal site with a chat box. <laughs> Bruin fans got real quiet at the end there. And every, everybody yeah. big when they're winning. All right. <laughs> everybody big when they're winning. Thank you for the five Carson. Much appreciated. <clears throat> 1399 from Randy biggest win of the year. Boys in a game. We were not in on hell of a comeback boys. I I messed up the pacing of that sentence so bad. <laughs> DNVR is the best. Thank you very much, Randy. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you, Randy. 99 cents from Spence with no comment. <laughs> thank you, Spence. $7 from Carrie. I can't freaking believe what I saw tonight. Boys, my jaw is still on the ground. Wow, what a game. And won't and won it for Mac. Happy for 56 tonight, I believe. Great comment. I think yeah. that sums, sums it up pretty well. Thank you, Carrie. $5 from Chris. That pass by Kadri for the game-tying goal, though. What a beauty. Yeah, he yeah. he found Landy. Kadri's good at the hockey. Yeah. yeah. And I'm out of words to explain this hockey game, Chad. I'm sorry. Uh, $20 from John. That's extremely generous of you. <laughs> Nothing to say. Just appreciate the watch-along and great content. Yeah, thank you, everyone, who hung out for the watch-along yeah. for this ridiculous game where i was extremely negative for all of it and then the abs just won anyway so i mean it was valid it was valid negativity never doubt this hockey team again all right i'm gonna doubt them literally next game but that's fine uh, five from seth tonight is the night that we crown king kermit not quite because kill mccarr's not human yeah but kermit definitely deserves a, a mini crown he's like the duke of Essex for this game or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, five from Joss. Thank you very much. I'd like to know how many other teams in history averaged a goal a game from their blue line or through the first half of the season. It can't be many. Not much at all. Paul Coffey teams in the 98, yeah. late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. yeah. Not the dead puck era. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I bet you it's a handful. Yeah. I bet you can count them on one hand, actually. I'm sure it's very, yeah. very low. And this in, uh, insanely generous $50 super chat from Legendary wow. Cloud. That's that's incredible. Much, much appreciated for the $50. One, love that Kermit got the goal. Two, wish that Hall answered for that hit with a fight. Three, love the pop in the arena when the third goal went in. I <laughs> Even the second goal. I might not have believed, but that second goal went in in the Pepsi Center mm, Ball Arena. Oh, oh, caught myself. <laughs> ball Arena definitely believed that the Avs were coming yes. back when that second goal went in. So the chat was definitely hyping the Avs up for this one. I uh, mean, we were talking about it a little bit last pod about like just the the feeding of the yeah. emotions yeah. in the in the Ball Arena is like the team's hyped then the fans are super hyped and then the team feeds off that and it just builds. You it, saw that yeah, in the third period. That it was just straight to the moon yeah. basically for the Avs. So it's, it, I, I, what I normally say for games like this is like games like this don't happen very often, but the Avs are doing it weekly. <laughs> so I don't know what to say anymore. Like they, they just keep doing it. And look, the comebacks, 
of multiple goals probably aren't sustainable long term. But get them while you can. Yep. And you can see the ridiculously good hockey team that's behind them. You would just like to see them start winning games from ahead yeah. instead of from behind. <laughs> I, I don't know. I got nothing left to say, Blaze. You got any final thoughts on this one? Yeah, I told you here not to take the ads to come back. <laughs> right, but you, you lost money. You lost money. You would have taken it on the 60-minute line, and you'd have been even more mad about it. Ah, that's my bad. I didn't believe. I mean, whatever. You hit two of your three bets tonight. You did all right. Okay. We're going to get out of here before I lose my voice. Thank you all (laughs) of you for hanging out all night. It was a super fun night with the super, or the super chatters. Yes. But also the watch along people hope y'all enjoyed as much as we did. It's always a fun time hanging out with y'all. So looking forward to doing it again very, very soon. I don't know if we're, we might be off tomorrow. We might have a show at 1 PM. I don't know. We got to figure it out. Uh, we have a game Friday, obviously. So we'll be on for that. And Sunday, one way or another, whenever we're on again, we will talk to you then. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.